You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Welcome. To Unexplained Extra, with me, Richard McLean Smith. For the weeks in between episodes, we look at the stories that for one reason or other didn't make it into the show. For the last episode, Lex Talionis, we took an in-depth look into the tragic and strange story of Johnny Frank Garrett. In 1982, Garrett was sentenced to death for the rape and murder of Sister Tadea Benz a gentle and selfless nun of St. Francis Convent in Amarillo, Texas. He was eventually executed for the crime ten years later. In recent years, Garrett's execution has begun to look increasingly like a terrible miscarriage of justice, with Jesse Quackenbush's 2008 documentary The Last Word doing much to raise awareness and expose a number of inconsistencies that undermine the state's case against Johnny. Perhaps more than anything, however, what grips many people about the case is the revelation that shortly before Garrett's execution, he had written a visceral and passionate final letter, placing a curse on all those who had helped to secure his conviction. In the years following Garrett's death, incredibly, it seems many of those seemingly targeted in the letter appear to have succumbed to the hex. Like a film from the Final Destination franchise, the apparent curse took no prisoners. From news reporter Kathy Jones, who after reporting on the Garrett case, died two years later in a freak plane crash, to the daughter of juror Nathan Shackelford, who reportedly died after a mysterious accidental gunshot wound to the head. Although many deaths supposedly related to the curse, happened many years after Johnny's execution and under regular and mundane circumstances. There seems little getting away from the enduring, lingering sense of the Garrett curse. Perhaps one of the most famous curses of recent times is that attributed to the Egyptian pharaoh Tutankhamun, 
of which we will be looking into in a bit more detail later on in the series. The rediscovery of Tutankhamun's tomb in November 1922 by a team led by British archaeologist Howard Carter is considered by many in the field to be one of the greatest archaeological finds of all time. A series of subsequent deaths and strange events afflicting members of Carter's team had others suggesting the famed archaeologist might have been better leaving the tomb well alone. Surely one of the more unexpected curse stories I have come across, however, is that relating to silent movie star and one of Hollywood's first great heartthrobs, Rudolph Valentino. Regardless of the curse that some believe took Valentino's life, his is by all accounts one of the more extraordinary life stories in Hollywood movie industry history. Valentino was born Rudolfo in 1895 in the Italian city of Castellaneta. After leaving school, Rodolfo struggled to find work in Italy and, lured by the glittering promise of the United States of America, decided to seek his fortune there instead. With what little money he had, an 18-year-old Valentino arrived at New York's Ellis Island in December 1913. After working a series of low-paid jobs, bussing tables at restaurants, occasionally living on the streets, the charismatic Valentino found work as a taxi dancer. Being paid to act as a dancing partner to customers at a venue known as Maxim's Restaurant and Cabaret. While working at Maxim's, Valentino became romantically involved with wealthy heiress Blanca de Soles, who would later murder her ex-husband in the aftermath of a messy and complicated divorce. Having suffered through the publicity of Blanca's divorce hearing and fearing he might be called as a witness to her murder trial, Valentino found work with a travelling operetta company and promptly left town. The young dancer would eventually wind up in Los Angeles, his attention soon turning to the silver screen, where he quickly began securing a number of bit-part roles in the booming silent film industry. By 1921, with the release of his most popular film, The Shake, Valentino had become one of Hollywood's biggest stars. It was the year before, while in San Francisco, shortly after completing filming on The Shake, Valentino was out shopping one afternoon when he was strangely drawn to a peculiar-looking ring in a jeweler's window. It is said that having recognised the young star, the shopkeeper made attempts to dissuade Valentino from buying the item, since he had come to believe it was cursed. But Valentino would not be put off. Known as a tiger's eye, the ring was comprised of a thick gold band inset with a large brown and amber quartz crystal. Valentino was so taken by the item that he wore it as part of his costume on his next feature, The Young Raja. As it would happen, the film was a complete disaster, performing dreadfully at theatres and much derided by the critics. Perhaps heeding the shopkeeper's advice, Valentino decided not to wear the ring any longer and kept it hidden away in a jewellery box. That was until five years later, when he reprised his role as the Sheikh 
in the 1926 film Son of Sheikh and decided to use the ring again as part of his costume. A few months after the film was completed, the 31-year-old Valentino collapsed at the Hotel Ambassador on Park Avenue in Manhattan. What was first thought to be appendicitis was in fact a series of perforated gastric ulcers. The condition was worsened when Valentino soon after contracted peritonitis and pleuritis. After spending eight days in hospital, he died on August the 23rd, 1926. Are you always taking care of your family? Do you often take care of others and not yourself? Now it's time to take care of yourself, to make time for you. You deserve it. Teladoc gives you access to a licensed therapist to help you get back to feeling your best, to feeling like yourself again. With Teladoc, you can speak to a licensed therapist by phone or video. Therapy appointments are available seven days a week from 7am to 9pm local time. If you feel overwhelmed sometimes, maybe you feel stressed or anxious, depressed or lonely, or you might be struggling with a personal or family issue, Teladoc can help. Teladoc is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy to change counsellors if needed, for free. Teladoc therapy is available through most insurance or employers. Download the app or visit teladoc.com forward slash unexplained podcast today to get started. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash unexplained podcast. Valentino was thought to have been involved with a number of women prior to his death, one of whom was the Polish-born film star Pola Negri. After being given the opportunity to claim some of Valentino's possessions, Negri elected to take the peculiar signet ring he had bought six years previously while shopping in San Francisco. The following year, Negri married the Georgian aristocrat Sergei M. Devani and became pregnant shortly after, but sadly lost the baby when she suffered a sudden miscarriage. After a long absence from acting due to a series of illnesses, Negri returned to work in 1932 when she met and became involved with the young actor Russ Colombo while working with him on a show in New York. Negri was so taken with the young Colombo, who she thought bore a striking resemblance to her old flame Valentino, she gave him the tiger eye ring as a present. Two years later, Russ Colombo was visiting the home of his friend, photographer Lansing Brown, when Brown decided to show Colombo his large collection of firearms. While fooling around with one of the guns, an antique dueling pistol, Brown supposedly triggered it accidentally. The ball in the chamber ricocheted off a nearby table and struck Colombo in the head just above the left eye. He died in hospital six hours later. Incredibly, many miles away and completely unaware of the event, Colombo's mother suffered a heart attack at almost exactly the same time that her son was shot. The ring was then said to have been given to a friend of Colombo's named Joe Casino. Wary of the ring's history, Casino is believed to have kept it in a glass cabinet as a memento to his dear departed friend. 
some time later, deciding that the curse would by now have been lifted. Casino removed the ring from the cabinet and placed it on his finger. A week later, Casino was hit by a heavy goods vehicle and killed instantly. But it doesn't end there. After Casino's death, the ring passed into the hands of his brother, Dell. Not one for superstition, Dell proudly wore the ring for a considerable time, suffering no ill effects whatsoever. It was sometime in early 1938 that Dell Casino's home was broken into. With the police having been alerted to the break-in, one officer caught sight of the assailant running away from the building. The officer fired a warning shot, which inadvertently struck the man in the stomach, who died minutes later at the scene. Amongst the pieces he had stolen from the property was the large tiger-eye signet ring that had once belonged to Rodolfo Valentino. Dell remained unmoved by the ring's sinister reputation and thought little of lending it to his friend Edward Small a few months later. Small, a Hollywood film producer, was developing a film about Valentino's life and had just invited British ice skater Jackie Dunn to try out for the leading role. Small encouraged Dunn to dress up in Valentino's old clothes for the screen test, also suggesting that he wear the tiger eye ring to complete the outfit. Within 10 days, the 21-year-old Dunn would be dead after contracting tularemia, an extremely rare blood disease, which he is thought to have caught after handling rabbit carcasses on a hunting trip. At some point, the ring was placed in storage in a safety deposit box in the vault of a Los Angeles bank. The following year, a team of robbers led by a man named Alfred Hahn apparently raided the bank, making off with over $200,000. A few days later, the police ambushed the robbers, resulting in the capture of two of them, including the team's leader, Alfred Hahn. At his subsequent trial, Hahn was said to have regretted his choice of bank, insisting that had he known it was also the home to Valentino's ring, he would have picked himself another one. Today, the precise whereabouts of Valentino's ring remains a mystery. If you enjoy listening to Unexplained and would like to help supporters, you can now go to unexplainedpodcast.com forward slash support. All donations, no matter how large or small, are massively appreciated. All elements of Unexplained are produced by me, Richard McLean Smith. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and feel free to get in touch with any thoughts or ideas regarding the stories you've heard on the show. Perhaps you have an explanation of your own you'd like to share. You can reach us online at unexplainedpodcast.com or on Twitter at unexplainedpod. Now it's time to take care of yourself, to make time for you. Teladoc gives you access to a licensed therapist to help you get back to feeling your best. Speak to a licensed therapist by phone or video 
anytime between 7am to 9pm local time, seven days a week. Teladoc therapy is available through most insurance or employers. Download the app or visit teladoc.com forward slash unexplained podcast today to get started. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C dot com slash unexplained podcast. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 